Welcome to this week's podcast. We're going to hit Pina and Rick here, and our guest this week is Rob Gregory. Welcome, Rob. Thanks, Dave. Nice to be yeah, here. Yeah, lovely that you'd come in, mate. Nice, nice to, to see you again. Nice yeah, to long time, like I said. <laughs> like most of our guests, Rob, um, we like to start off at the beginning, where you started off the, the long journey you've had in football. In football? Okay. Uh, go back to oh, Nailsy Boy. Born and bred. Born and bred Nelsley. Yeah, started with Nelsley United through the juniors, um, progressed into the seniors, and I think it was about the age of 20, 22, I moved straight out of Somerset uh, League to Bridgewater Town under Rex Baker, who was previous Nelsley United manager. He was manager of Bridgewater? Went to Bridgewater Town, Southern League in the Midland Division, and he took, I think it was about three or four of us. <coughs> uh, Were you straight. successful at that time, Rob? Yeah, I think Nels United had just won either one or finished runners up in the Somerset yeah. County League. Um, what year was this, Rob, roughly? So I would have said it would be about 80, 1982. Yeah. So I, th- I played for Rob's about that time, and I remember Rex was manager at, at Yeah, Nelsie Rex was there. there. Rex was at Nelsie yeah. for, for a long time, but he had this dream about getting Western League football, Nels United weren't really going anywhere they didn't have the aspirations to do it and Nelsie Town started up so he jumped in there with a guy called Ray Gibbs who started it many many years ago who was your teammates at Nels United then because like was Graham Stacey there Graham Stacey played yeah Mickey Roberts Dave Lazenby yeah I played with uh, both of them Paul Marks from Bristol yeah (coughs) Dave Curtis oh good lads there some good we had some good lads um but yeah, I got into the first team there at a young age, and then off to Bridgewater Town. Was that Southern League? That then? was Southern League, so I hadn't even played Western League then, so I didn't have a so clue what up. was going. Yeah, but I mean, there was nothing in Nelsie, nothing around that area at that level. So, but we say it time and time again, don't you? You know, it was Somerset Senior, Western League, Southern League yeah. back, back then. That's it. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, there's split leagues all over the place now. Yeah. So, so it was a real good standard, but that's still a hell of a jump, Rob. Yeah, you know, to go, you know, to miss. It the was. Western it was a big. It was that a, was a good standard back then. Well, I think they were when Brid, when Rex took over. Remember Roger Smith? Yeah. So Roger was chairman. So he brought Rex in. Roger was lived, lived around the corner from me down the bottom of Henwood Lane, and uh, that's the times I remember as well because I just I wasn't married then. I was with Helen, but we used to get picked up from Roger Smith, who was down the bottom. All the other lads were coming from, you know, Bridgewater all over the place, and we got driven in his roller <laughs> to the games. You arrived. It was brilliant. <laughs> it was brilliant, brilliant times. And yeah, he looked after Helen at half time. But yeah, it was uh, the it was a good journey. There were some great characters at Bridgewater. You'll remember Alan Hereford, mm. Chrissy Davis, Paul Martin, Jimmy Riddler, the keeper. Ex mine Eddie was. Was you a regular Bob? Yeah. But yeah? Yeah, I was straight in. Well, I was top scorer, I think. Can you ask for a guess for you the regular? <laughs> we have had a few in well, there. Yeah. <laughs> Jay Lucas. Yeah. But, oh, Jay. Bloody hell. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I was straight so in. So you went straight in up front? Yeah, up top, yeah. We were second from bottom, I so think. So did you have a striking partner? Yeah, of course we had. Um, who was I up front with then? Nigel Orbin. Oh, right. oh, he brought Nigel Orbin, Andy Thorpe. And Terry Christie, remember Terry Christie? All, all Nelsy boys. He sang the song, didn't he? Or was that Tony Christie? That's Tony Christie. <laughs> <laughs> Show me the way to have a really. 
But no, it's the other guys I can remember. Well, Chrissy Davis is a tremendous player in midfield. He's Bridgewater, uh, born through and through, and real staunch Bridgewater lad. Steve Hook, right back. Yeah. Good player. In fact, there are a lot of Bridgewater. There were mostly yeah. Bridgewater lads yeah. at that time, and I think at that time as well. It, I mean, I used to love playing at Castlefield because it was beautiful surface yeah. and right in the heart. And they they had a good support, but it was always a rugby town. Mm. Like Bridgewater and Albion, I think yeah, it was. That one yeah. they had massive crowds, but we got good crowds there. But we just we went on a run, and I can remember the old was it uh, Sunday Independent. It was every week, I think. We we were getting the headlines because Rex we just kept beating teams one nil, two one, and I was scoring a lot of goals yeah. in my first season. And I'd, you know, I got I kept all the paper cuttings. Did you get any offers to go anywhere no, else after really. that? I was a young sailors. Yeah, but usually when you're scoring the goals, yeah. and like you said, you're making the papers. I think actually one person can be an offer, Johnny Southern. Oh, back back United. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I've come to see a Gregory goal. And I said, we drew nil nil at Merton that game. It's and uh, yeah, even that was that's when they were still in the Somerset Seeding League. So he's, he was, he never gave up, John, did he? Man, John, the yeah. same people. But yeah, that, those were good times. And we beat, because uh, Jeff Merrick then signed. Mm. And that was on the, that was probably his last, probably his last club. Because um, I think he'd done the, Gloucester, Claire Gloucester, but he went to Forest Green briefly under Mudguard. Yeah. Steve Millard, and I think they fell out because we played Forest Green on a bank holiday Monday, and Jeff was like well up for it after his time with Forest Green, and we beat him 5 0. <laughs> and I think the Sunday Independent headline was something like Town Eat Greens. <laughs> <laughs> But it was fantastic. Oh, Neil Sillett was the other lad. Oh, yeah. Who came and played up front. Uh, Steve Butt. Uh, Neil Sutton. And Neil had started doing a little tour around. He went to Taunton. I think he went to Minehead. Mm. He was a good centre-forward. So it looked you... like a centre-forward. Mm. So, so how long did you stay there, Rob? I was there uh, two years. And that was all when the rest was it? It went bankrupt, didn't it? And they became... Their reserve team yeah, became Bristol Bridge Bridgewater 1984. That's right, yeah. And then fair play to them. You look at their rise since then. They went back down into the Somerset Senior League. Yeah. Then they won it. Then they went up right the way up through, and then they moved to the new college. Right, it's a college yeah. ground, yeah. which is not far from where they are now, is it? Yeah. So yeah. And now from there, I went to Forest Green. Did you? Under Steve Millard, yeah. That was a good side as well. Mike Malpass, yeah. Mike England at the back. Gary Lewis and Gary played with me at Coach. You remember Gary Lewis, goalkeeper? Yeah. yeah. He was at uh, Will and Froomtown with me. That's where I met him. Okay. Because um, I did the Western League thing after Southern League. All right. I hadn't played Western League, obviously. So I, from Forest Green, I did two seasons with, with them. And then from and there. And what level? What, what, where was that to? What Forest level? Green was Southern League Midlands. So, yeah, same. same. Same again. And then left there with. And went to Froome, Froome Town, and uh, a guy called Pete Thomas, who was a Bridgewater guy, ex Cardiff City. Mm. So he basically took he took <laughs> most of the um, most of the lads from Bridgewater, ended up going to Froome. Once that had all gone, all the first team players, and we went and we played one of our first games against Manor Farm at home. 
I'll never forget because the fruit and sand crowd are pretty oh, ruth ruthless. Yeah. Great when you're winning, but yeah. it was, uh, yeah, it wasn't good. So we lost 8 2 to Manifan. Um, <laughs> and I was playing, and you remember the little shed on the changing room side, just down yeah. from the changing room to the corner? And that's where all the nutters used to stand. I, I needed to dig a hole and jump in there. <laughs> back to fucking, you know, go back to where you come from. Oh, dear. But yeah, that was a baptism of fire. But good times there, really good times at Froome, and they were in the on the on the, in the main. They were a good. Uh, they so were a good. Budget. Going back then, Rob, were you sort of fiery as a youngster? Uh, no, not in the early years. Because yeah. no. I touched, obviously, I met you when you were a little bit older, and <laughs> you really had to touch you on the ankle. <laughs> you want to grab him by the neck and have a fight, didn't you? Uh, no. <laughs> I think probably when I was in my younger playing days at that level, I was playing more wide yeah. than in the middle. And I think when I went, I probably got a bit stronger, and then you slow down a little bit because mm. pace was always my. But you would score a few goals, though, didn't you? Yeah. Wherever you played, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. I love scoring goals. That was yeah. the best part of football, Bob. Can't be it. <laughs> it's the most yeah. difficult part of football. Isn't it? Yeah, I it is. Say that, and that's coming from a centre half. You know, yeah. it is. It's the most difficult part. Yeah, of football. It is. Yeah, yeah. The, I think. Um, I think maybe my temperament probably changed a little bit when I went more central. Mm. Coming up against guys like so. <laughs> so <yeah. laughs> It's always a battle, though, isn't it, all that front? You know, you're going back to goal and you're getting kicked yeah. in there. Yeah. And they don't know about saying, but a lot of centre after you only got a trolling little toe and he wants to kill you, don't they? Yeah. But they can beat you all game. Yeah. You do one little thing, then you're getting chased around the pitch. Well, yeah. I used to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. So, you become a marked man, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Um, so what was well, the great especially when you're scoring goals because as a centre half you know you, you do your bit of research and we'll be up against this week and everything else and oh yeah he's scoring a few isn't he and you're thinking oh here we go then give so, it one early on that's it, it. <laughs> you always <laughs> expect that as well don't you yeah. you always yeah. expect you know if, you get, if you're playing in the middle or whatever and, or you're, you're a marked man you're always liable to get a early kick. Yeah. You give smart, as, good as good as you got as well, didn't you? Yeah. 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 Well, that, that well, well, I play with Robin. You <laughs> give the boy, look, man, there's a fight going on 30 yards away and he's got someone by the neck. Come on, Robin, but he kicks off. <laughs> <laughs> but just, you have calmed down a little. I think back to those days as well, because I, I went from, I think I went from Froome Town, Froome Town to Cleveland Town. And in those two spells, we both teams progressed in the FA Cup to play against Bar City, which I still regard. I got to be honest, the, the side I took a cut in and put it out on our WhatsApp group to all our lads the other day of the old Bar City, which I think is the, the greatest. That's the greatest side that Bath have, and they played right at the top, didn't they? Just below the mm. the football league, and we played. I played once at Froome Town, big crowd. Is that the third, third round and Bertie Allen got the hat trick. Yeah. And we beat you three two. And then we played I played at Clevedon Town at Twerking against you. Was that when we were ankle deep in mud and everything else over there? Yeah. 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 Well, I grew I grew up with Dave Allen, Bertie. Yeah. It, it, it you know, he, he was such a frustrating player oh. to play alongside. And to be honest, because he was a good target man yeah. as well, but he knew where the net was. He was simply but he's lazy, wasn't he? Lazy at anything. Which so you know, some strikers are, but we then we played in the Cleveland Town game. That was a third qualifier as well, I think, and we lost one nil. And I can't think of the centre half, Malcolm. For who? Bar. For Cleveland Town, he's put through his own net. Was so that the game? Did Paul Brimble? It was a hot day, real hot okay. day. 
Because when was this? It's got to be in the eighties, isn't it? That would have been in the eighties. Yeah, I think I played in that game. Yeah, you did. And I think and Paul Brimble played. It was a hot day. Brimble didn't play for Bath. For, no, for Clevedon. Oh, I was going to say he did. Because I can remember he come up to me during the game and started grabbing me calves and yeah. said, "Lovely calves." Yeah. Lovely calves. <laughs> <laughs> Just random. <laughs> but I was only known Paul since we were kids. Yeah. But, yeah. And I remember. I remember we won one 0 but it was yeah. just a scrappy. It was a scrappy games. game. The nice thing now is that you might have gone on then that year to play against Bristol City at Ashton Gate. Yeah, you probably did. Yeah, mid And that went to a replay, didn't it? Yeah. 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 From what I can remember. Yeah. So, so it was good. Um, but that, that, and that was, a, that was in, in, in that meet, in that little period, I they shipped me off to Yeovil. Yeovil, that's right. Is that yeah. when you went to Yeovil, was it? Yeah. I remember you going to Yeovil, yeah. Yeah. So when did the great journey begin at Nelsie then, Rob? So finished finished up after Cleveland Town. Last stop was Cainsham Town, and that was when I was thirty, about thirty, I suppose. Mm -hmm. And always a Nelsie boy. So Rex had already gone then to Nelsie Town, started managing, bringing some players in, and he said, "While you're playing for Cainsham, why can't you sign a form? And when you're not playing, you can come and help us out." Bit like you did for, for Pease Down. Yeah, remember yeah, playing against yeah. Pease Down. You were playing so, so I did the same. I went there and then I played. Finished the season off for Kingsham, and that's where it started in the fourth division or something like that, the Western District. So um, this was Nelsie Town. Town. Nels United were the bigger. Club. Yeah, Nels United, yeah, 130 years old. Yeah, good history. So we well, were. We I think were it's important that about. people understand. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah, I think if you live or play for Nels, you do know the rivalry, don't you? Especially yeah, when I was down there, I know, 20 years ago. Yeah. It was, um, a, they were a big club, Nels United. They were winning the league, the yeah. Somerset League. Great setup and good Absolutely. players. Absolutely, and that's the, that's the team, really, that should have gone all the way through and got Western League football for, for Nels, in my eyes. Yeah. And we gave them that opportunity, by the way. We, we'll, we'll come to that but the, with a merger. But, um, yeah, so Rex took over there. I went back, started playing... I had a good side again, you know, Rex managed to get all probably getting towards the end of our our playing careers. Um, but we went then from I think the team before I joined, I think it was about the fourth division I joined in. And it was six divisions and they went from the sixth division, six five, four, three, two, one. And then yeah, it was amazing. But he had sort of ex pros, he got yeah, yeah. Jeff, Jeff Merrick, Merrick, yeah. Pritchard, Pritchard Ricky yeah. came and played. It was those were good. Uh, those were good days as well, and it was a good club, good people, um, a few running it, and we played at various different grounds around Nails. We played down where Backwood United's ground, the bottom pitch down there, away yeah. from the main pitch. Played at uh, uh, Scotch on Way. What using it as your home pitch? That was our home ground. So, so we never had a home, and then we drank. I think in every pub, <laughs> sponsored us through in Nailsy. <laughs> And um, and then in the first division, um, I then sort of stepped up and started helping Rex run the side. And I was trying to get pool players in and that. And that's a hard division to get out of as well, the Western District, to get up into the Somerset third mm. division. You've got to hit all the grand... Yeah, you've got to hit some grand criteria yeah. in that, but we... we I think it was RAF Lockin with the side that come all the way up with us as well, yeah. and they had some good players, some real good players. The lad who used to play for Yeovil, Steve Thompson. Yeah. So Steve was an RAF lad. Yeah. He was in the RAF, so we, he was, you know, he was a real good player. And that's where I broke the 
scoring record for Nelsie Tang. Yeah. yeah, never been beaten. What was it? 53. 53. In the season. Two. Two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, both <laughs> So I always say to the lads, I always say there's a 50 quid there for anyone that can beat it. Yeah? Yeah. A few must have got close. When yeah, I was Mark Mazza. Mark Mazza, yeah. Did 42. Did he? How about Campbell? He used to score. Campbell did, but he didn't, he didn't get, I yeah. don't think he got past the 40 mark. The lads now, Joe Berry, our current, and yeah. he got 43. Good. So, which is good at the in the Somerset Prem, mm. so good good standard. But yeah, so that's where it all started, and then really since then, that would have been about uh, 1990. I guess years ago now, 94 ish, and then you lads, all the Bristol boys, come in with me and Rick running it. You came in and helped us, Dave. That was a good time, great time. That it was 30 days in Somerset, then weren't we? Yeah, we went from third to the third. So, I think we went up, we got up into the Premier with the Bristol boys, and then we had a relegation. Then we got back up again, but all the Bristol boys had probably gone a bit long in the tooth then. But a good, it's, however many years that was, that was got some characters down there. 1999, I think, yeah, was the, was the year that we, we did really well. Did really well. That was good signs because for us, we were all like mid to late thirties, yeah. and we were having our kids come down. It. it was a bit family. Yeah. The wives come in, and the girlfriends, and it was a good atmosphere. We used, to have, um, the we used to have Ted Chandler. He yeah. come down and make the tea, and uh, all of us had the kids. They're all sort of like eight, seven, yeah. eight, whatever, and then Ted would be like a crash. <laughs> and make the tea, but he'd have all the other kids, you know, little little girls, little boys, all running round. All most of them, all the lad, little lads, my lad Jake Turner, uh, Joe Chandler, all in their football kit, and Callum Crew <laughs> with a sword <laughs> and a you know, Roman helmet, <laughs> completely different. But I used to laugh. Yeah. used to laugh and then they'd come in the dress rooms after the, the young lads and they'd all put the kit away and everything and we'd always used to say whatever you're in here now please do not take it out right? <laughs> it was all sorts going on wasn't it but again we never had no clubhouse or nothing down nothing. there it was all local pubs the Moraine Spout was a good one yeah that was really good put on a good spread of food yeah. didn't they for us and uh, and then really in the last I suppose we put a little stand up there um didn't have any we're still still the same changing rooms and we've got a few new people in off the field into the committee and I, I think I've been chairman now probably about 15 16 years so I'm now I joined there in 31 I'm 62 now so I've had 31 years with the club well you ain't just chairman are you no no <laughs> you're not it, but and I live and breathe it because yeah. I gotta go and clean the toilets the public yeah. toilets now and I'll make sure the players see me doing it so when we ask them to do anything they shouldn't have a problem no it's just yeah. one of those things, getting a culture in the club that, you know, we're giving you a lot of stuff here that, and putting stuff on for you and you're playing a good level and you're getting paid a little bit now. So just when we ask you to do something, put something back in. Yeah. And and, and it works. Yeah, it does. It works. Uh, Richie McCall, the New Zealand All Black, you know, in, in the book Legacy, cleaning the cow sheds. So he, he won the World Cup. He's yeah. cleaning his restrooms. Yeah. Yeah. It's standards, isn't it? Uh, at the end of the day, so, and I think we've all gone through it at those at that level where you play and you walk into a change room, your shirts are hung up, everything's laid on for you. So I watch some of our lads now, and it's all taken. Some of it's taken for granted. 
mm. some of the new lads that come in because they don't understand the culture yeah but it's nothing to say anything to go to the kitchen and one of the girls is putting food on for them after the game and making a cup of tea and asking how they are and saying thanks thank very you. much yeah yeah it's means nothing does it just to do that just go and go and do it so you've got to keep banging the drum and saying come on respect respect your club respect all the people that are putting this on for you and it's enjoyable for everyone then yeah very much so but you have been a driving force down there Rob haven't you I mean even like we said for 20 odd years ago we came down yeah. and we were Ricky yeah you know and all our Irish boys yeah but you you know we started off as a literally a, a football pitch not bad surface but a football pitch in the middle of nowhere really wasn't it you yeah. know you know yeah. uh, now I went down there first time for a long time this season and it's changed massively hasn't it you know like the like you just said about the tea huts and the changing rooms the little stand the floodlights little hospitality you know, room as well for yeah, so and all, all the stuff that I suppose we've all looked at and we've learned over the years and stuff that you've seen you want to but it don't come overnight though Rob does no. it that's what I'm saying it's got it to be a lot built, and it takes people like you you know if you didn't have people like you at these clubs you know and a lot of Western League clubs do the same they've got people that drive it on you've yeah. mentioned Bill Coggins at Backwell yeah like another great club, example you know what I mean brought it on great it's hard example, work yeah. and we all know it was involved in it but when you're away from it you think oh this is nice yeah. but that's took a lot of hard work to get to that place. it has and it's, it's about then when you get to, to sort of on the brink of it and you know we 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 had a we've got a five year plan and it's a rolling plan and we keep updating it but the whole thing with with the the club when we merged so the story is that Tickenham United played at Clevedon Towns ground in the Western District League so they were sort of our reserve team standard our reserve team were falling apart Tickenham United came to us or we we came together to be yeah. honest we were, you know we knew the couple of the lads that were running it real good lads Al, Al Parsons and Jamie Smith and we had a meeting and we put what our plans were on the table they said what their plans were and the rest is history and we just shook it shook there and then and nails united had the opportunity on five occasions before that what for you to join with nails united there's a merge come and play at our ground because they couldn't get floodlight uh, floodlights up, up at the grove and got kicked out every time so it, uh, on the, after the fifth time i just said that's it that's no more now we'll we'll look for other alternatives and what Tickenham United brought was fantastic people and a good little side they became our reserve team yeah and stabilized all of that and they came with a fantastic um fundraising ethic as well which we haven't looked back since it's the mm -hmm. best thing that happened that was 2015. so give them a give them a few mentions the people you're talking about so Jamie so Smith, Jamie Smith, 100%, um, Al Parsons, uh, both ex-players, and Jamie was chairman. Tickenham players. Tickenham players, So yeah. what did they come in as, Rob? So they came in to run the reserves to right. start with. Uh, Jamie's got quite a good pedigree because his father, you know, Alan Smith, Smudge. So Smudge was, has done the rounds with the Western League side as well. He, ma he managed uh, Rington. That all evolved as well because he then left Rington with his management team, uh, which included Rich Lucas. Right. Rich Lucas has played Southern League and Western League at Cleveland Town. Um, Gary Ricketts, qualified physio. So they came into the club. And what's happened now, everything's evolved. They did two or three years and then Jamie who was my vice chairman, yeah. he, he was chairman of Tickham, but he was my vice chairman, he then 
stepped up to first team management Manager. yeah and brought Nick Steadman in since then who's running it with him Rich Lucas is the coach and Al Parsons is the physio so it's worked really really well so that's a new that's the new the new sort of management regime now and it's good because they're young they're well connected in terms of what's happening on the soccer scene the Western League soccer scene and the local soccer scene so they've got a draw with players yeah. that they know they're you know they get they get got their eye on the ball all the time um, the other person I want to give mention to who's who I couldn't have done it without is a guy called John Murray okay. and John is uh, MBE ex-Ministry of Defence retired but he's one of these people who all about finances and planning Yeah. so you know as well as I do when you're trying to get a ground to the level of Western League to tick all the boxes to start you haven't got any floodlights you haven't got a stand, you haven't got any hard standing around the pitch. There's grants to go for and to comply with all of those things. You've got to cut through some serious red tape. Yeah. And uh, John's one of these people through his pedigree with the Ministry of Defence. He uh, doesn't take no for an answer. Sounds like Jeff Sherwood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, funny you should say that, because Jeff, I saw Jeff at uh, Bocco yeah. away. <laughs> so John's son, Ben Murray, who camps in Bristol Manor Farm yeah. in the Southern yeah. League. So Ben is married to Jeff Storr. Is that right? Yeah. I never knew that. So yeah. they're out Cainshamway, they're yeah. out Cainshamway. So yeah. Jeff come and watch the, um, come and watch the Bocco game away. How many years did it take Bob to get in the Western League then? Play? So we merged in 2015. <clears throat> we started the process about three to four years ago. So, and we had nothing there. But you had to win the league? Def win well, they, said, they, they say you, you've got to win the league, but I think if there's no one else going or complying with it, but you've you finished in the top three, yeah. you probably get you probably get there. But we went out last season to win it. Yeah. And it's the best season in the club's history. We never, we went unbeaten. Well, we won the cup. We lost one game, and that was the semi-final against Raw Play. <laughs> yeah, semi-final. So we lost one game all season, but Invincibles. It was brilliant. I've yeah, never, never experienced. I mean, and you start off this season flying, haven't you? Yeah, I mean, God, it's ridiculous. But did you expect that? No. no. We. I mean, the whole thing with getting to Western League is to become a Western League club and sustainable, and not overstep the mark and pay people too much money. We'd never paid anybody. And all we've done now is putting a, a win bonus in place for for the squad, and uh, it's working, you know. But you've seen only a couple of weeks ago, bitten financial mismanagement. Yeah, yeah. which is a shock. And you've got to be careful, you know. That's where John's a great, you know, he's he's a great foil for me because, all right, I might be driving the club, but there's a lot. The committee's 13, 14 man strong committee, and they've all got roles on that committee. Yeah. Um, and it's those people make the club now. You can't, I mean, the days are gone where you look at some, I'm looking at some of the Western League clubs now, mind, and you say, well, what's, how big's your committee? And they'll say, three or four. And I'll say, yeah, how do you do it? Titterington, Titterington Rocks, who played away, and there's three people. And like, you could see it, do you know what I mean? There's the chairman's out there, and don't say, oh, I wouldn't take the nets down, but he was trying to do the tees at half time then he was out there at the end and all the players were in the bar and he's taking the nets down yeah. and it's like I felt sorry for him 
But I've been, we've been there. Been there, yeah. But there's there's longevity to what you're doing, isn't there, and what you've yeah. done in the past? Because yeah. we, we see it so many times. The younger generation aren't going to get involved like like the likes of you have, and, and you know Bill Coggins and the people at Brislington and all that. They don't they don't do it. No. But and and with 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 the committee the size that you've got, you can share the responsibility. Yeah. And you know these poor clubs that don't and. And then, and there's so much to do. And I mean, you can't, you cannot do it all yourself. No, you can't. No. You've got to have those people in all the key positions. And you know, we're still learning at the moment. We, haven't, yeah. you know, the the Western League's a whole new ball game. From I played it, yeah. but it's different when you're coming from a different angle and you're trying to manage within it or manage the club within it. And I'm sure that's the same as well for the lads who are actually managing the teams as well. Yeah. Suddenly. It's a, it's a new, it's a whole new thing. Is that helpful this year, Rob? It's a bit more regionalised, the league? Because they cut Yeah, I mean, the first division yeah. is crazy because I think we're probably travelling less this season than we were in the Somerset trend. Mm. And I think next year the, the whole there's a new restructure planned again now, so they'll become a north, a north and a south this premier. Year. Yeah. Or north and a south. I don't know, I don't know whether they're going di- to divide the divisions, but it'll mean that the north will be us. Yeah. And then obviously the south will be the likes of Halston and Mausel and because mm. I know that's where Briz. So have you got to finish at a certain position this year to get in that league well, or go up or? Do you know what? I still don't know. No. I don't know whether we no. I don't think anyone knows. But we're all looking at each other and you know some of the committee lads are going. Oh, God, what happens if we oh. go up? And I thought, well, that's what it's all about. Yeah, you've got to progress. Don't, progress, don't worry it? about it. But Just then if you're progressive, Rob, and it's divided like that, and that's great, isn't Absolutely, it? Absolutely, yeah. But I would imagine if they're going to split the Premier League, you've got to have so many from... Well, there's a step five in, involved in it as well, and I don't really understand <laughs> that. I don't really understand how they're going to get that Western League right. divided into two different steps. Maybe maybe they are, I don't know. But that's the, that's the mm. rumour. Well, saying about good steps, um, you've got a great game coming up, haven't you? Soon. I mean, this podcast. We're we, 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 we use these podcasts. They could, anyone can listen to any time. But at this moment in time, we're in November 2022. I know. You've got a massive game coming up against Bath City. Who ever thought? Yeah. A little club. We were all saying it a couple of weeks ago when the draw came out, and uh, we just said, you know, go back. Well, go back seven years to Nelson and Tickenham for him, but then go way back to where we've come from. Yeah. And you think you've got Bath City coming in the Somerset Premier Cup under lights? Tie under lights. If someone had told me that ten years ago, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's massive achievement. Though, it it, it really go. is. A testament again to the managers, uh, the management team. I think on the pitch they've been phenomenal, and I would I would not have put us where we are now, which is you know we're something 14 points clear of fifth place I mean I would imagine you get a big crowd that night so yeah we, we've spoken to I mean Bath have been really helpful we've been talking to them since we got drawn against them talking to the um, to the secretary there and just trying to gauge how many people are going to turn up we have no idea but you know our bar you've seen it Dave it's only a little bar but it's our bar you know we didn't have a bar six years five years ago we have now and it's it's given us a good revenue stream but we're going to put a Another little overspill uh, marquee up with a couple of barrels on. That's all done mm. and dusted. Might be worth doing like the cinema do with a little thing, right? <laughs> yeah. That's a job for yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely do that. Get Rick Chandler back. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. But no, it's a it's a fantastic thing to look. For that's in the Somerset Premier Cup. Yeah. yeah. So we got a buy. Because they beat Briz. They did. Yeah. They did in the first uh, in the first round. Uh, Yeovil got the bye because of 
winning it last year. Because another funny bit to this was first game of the season, we had Warminster, first ever tool station game in the history of Nelsie. So Warminster come down and some of the Somerset officials came down and they said, we, we're going to do the um, Somerset Cup draw at half time, if that's all right. And we said, yeah, absolutely fine. You know, more, more people than Marion. So they came down and they said, it's too windy to do it outside. Can we do it in the little hospitality suite at half time? I said, yeah. Absolutely fine. So they set all this stuff up, put the cup up and everything. I'm thinking, all this for our reserve team. It's a bit <laughs> stupid, isn't it? <laughs> They're still in the first division. We never got this when we played in the Pren. Yeah. So they said, we want you to do the draw, you and John. So I said, fine. So it was done exactly the same way as the FA Cup draw. Yeah. And we're going to video it. And they're gonna, we're going to read out all the significant numbers of it. So Nelsie and Ticket and look out for number 13. Yeah. So I'm still going like that. And I said, before we start, I said, can you explain this? I said, what, what, is, what is this cup? And he said, the Sunset Premier Cup. And he, I said, well, what's that little cup there with the ball at the front? And he said, that's Yeovil Town, it's a bye. And I said, Yeovil? <laughs> he said, yeah. Bath City are in it, Taunton Town are in it. I thought, so is our first team? He said, yeah. Uh, didn't even we didn't even know we thought it was our reserves because that's still in the Somerset Cup so we got a bite yeah we were it was the last five teams left in the cup plus the Oval Town six buys and we still hadn't come out of the cup till the very last ball or the first first ball of the five left in the cup and that's your draw it's the first time in it it's up so our first draw so they played the first round we got a yeah we got a bye into the So your first game in the Somerset Premier Cup is a fantastic. Bloody hell. I know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's in the stars, wrong. Well, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> but uh, we did have a laugh and joke when we when we realised that we got a bye because we were saying, just imagine we got Yeovil or Bath in the first round and at home. Yeah. Yeah. And then there it goes. So uh, what's the date of that? Uh, Wednesday the 16th, 730. Wednesday 16th, 7.30 yeah. kick-off. Yeah. Yeah, you know, big occasion. I have to open up a bit before six that day, rather. Than that. <laughs> yeah, no. well, we've got the, the, all the little bars being set up outside. It'd be done by four, so all the all the people, the volunteers, and they are all volunteers, which are brilliant as well. On the gate and guard barking and what have you. It's uh, so yeah, going back yeah. to your playing side from the lads that brought you up through the league. The, you know, especially last year, have you kept most of them, or have you? Yeah, added, yeah, yeah. First team wise, we've um, Joe Barrett, captain. And top scorer last year, Luke Osgood, who was second top scorer. Uh, they're all young lads as well. Luke's only 20, 21. Um, got Ollie Carter, who's at the back. Uh, Dan Cook, Nelsy boy, and he's been there for the long haul. Yeah. Scott Pilgrim, Gary Freeman. I mean, all Nelsy lads. I am so pleased for that. Yeah, but exactly. They've got to be 30. They're, they're heading, yeah, heading 30. 31 maybe yeah. but we've got some young guns as well haven't you? yeah we've got some real good young players made some good and they're ma- basically local lads as well aren't they yeah the, the, the Porter's Head um, a couple of lads from Nelsie that moved to Bristol now but Porter's Head Nelsie all that area so it's I'm so pleased for those three ex Nelsie Tang lads though they're in yeah. there because they've been there from kids and they've worked their way up through and they've managed to now get that first season of Western League under their belts that they've been waiting for years for. Yeah, yeah they've never gone anywhere else. They've stayed loyal. No, they've been loyal. Just been loyal to the yeah. club. And, you know, and I think the whole ethic within the team now, I mean, we do a lot for them, look after them. Sometimes I say a bit too much. But 
they've reacted brilliantly to it all. But you you got you got a, a, an ethos within the club, haven't you? That to, to to do it the right way. Yeah, Rob. You know, yeah. and and you know those three senior players that you're talking about will pass that on to the youngers. Absolutely. You know, and, and, and you know the camaraderie. Yeah. The team spirit that you were talking about. Yeah. And we say it week in week out, don't we, on this podcast? But you've got to have it. You if know, the club is going to be successful. You've got to have it. Yeah, you've mentioned there, like the pilgrim. Yeah. You know, his dad, Brian, Brian been yeah, there Brian watching. was Nelsie Townlet. Yeah, and the same is um, Gary's dad, Freeman's yeah, dad, Tom. Tom. I mean, he's always been there. Secretary, treasurer. Yeah, and they're brilliant people. I mean, yeah. I mean Kevin, his other son, played, didn't he? For yeah, Kev was in goal. Well, the other one I should mention as well, and I mean, I'm so pleased, I'm just fingers crossed that he's going to be fit, is Jace Meller. So, Jace, yeah. captain Bath City. Look, yeah. he, he was a Nelsie Town lad, then he did the Cleveland Town onto Bath City and goalkeeper and captain and he's still with the club and he got injured a few weeks ago against Odd Down I think it was in the in the week so I'm really hoping that he can be fit for the game because yeah. you know this I don't know whether this will be Jace's last season or not he keeps threatening to, to hang the boots up but, or gloves up uh, so I really hope he's he's going to be fit for that it'd be tragic if he's not mm. well that's eight percent isn't it yeah Dilemma for your gaffer, so isn't it? It, it is. It's Going back in. How's yeah. your keeper been doing? Yeah. I watched. I watched you at Briz. Um, okay. Yeah. And um, your 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 managers had done their homework, um, and that's what I liked about what you did on the night, and you knew what to shut down and who to shut down, and you worked harder than yeah. Briz. Yeah, we you did. I think the first 15 minutes, and we were all saying we stood down by the bar in the corner there, and uh, I don't think we touched the ball for about 15 minutes. Okay, just passed it round us. But I think they they went sideways, backwards, up, back, back, and we put just a bank of people behind them to stop them getting anywhere. And then suddenly we've got that. We've done it all season. Sides will come out and play, and they'll look dangerous. And then suddenly, bang. We've gone up the other end and scored. We did it at Wincanton last yeah. week. We were 4 0 up at half time. Yeah. Exactly the same. Wincanton are one of the better sides we've played this season. We beat them at home 3 3 1 or 3 0, I think. And then, and I said, that's the best side we've played so far. Well, my son said you're the best side they've played this year. No, and he's okay. playing it for his. Okay. Well, that's a great compliment. And that's what he, it's he nice said, to, said to me. We've got a lot of goals coming from a lot of areas in the first team. I mean, it's funny because you said about sons, your, your players you've played with, their sons playing now, you know, and I watched Engrave and Briz last night and I must have played with 12 of them. Yeah, kids yeah. But when you... Well, it's like walking you, back in time. You know. I went up there for that game, I worked with Bob Perry and all the other lads and then it's, it's someone else came through, I'm thinking, God, yeah. so many blasts from the past, but it is, it's exactly yeah. that. You've you you got Damien Thorne's son playing. Yeah, yeah Damien Thorne and uh, Eugene Dunn's boys are both playing, Callum and, and Jack, and I mean, Jack's... 19 or 20 he scored 42 goals in the Somerset Prem for Cleveland United last year yeah. and we signed him a lovely lad Gavin's a lovely lad as well I mean they're all great lads I've got so much respect for them and uh, they're, they're, they've made a huge difference they've made a huge difference real quality Yeah. have you got training facilities down there Rob as well? Only up until it gets dark. Is that right? So yeah, they, won't, they won't be training on the pitch no. under lights. So what are you going to do then? <laughs> no way. He's going to have the look after the ground as well. Sorry, yeah, John know. and myself too. John yeah. mainly. John does all yeah. of the all. Of, he's done all the prep. He's on ground forums everywhere. So we spent a fortune on the pitch. I'll help him 
every week. I'm, I mean, I'm as long as the missus isn't listening to this, I'm down there every day. <laughs> <laughs> we got one new listener. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's down there every day, John, and we cut it and roll, not roll it, but do everything that needs to be done to it. So, so what are your plans training? Training. For training. At the moment, they started last night up at uh, Fayland. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, we used to do Clevedon Town, AstroTurf, mm. which is only down the road for quite mm. a few of our lads, but then for the Bristol boys, a bit further. So, mm. I mean, we did it, didn't we? Yeah. We went out there for a while. We used to go down the school as well, didn't we? Down the school, yeah. yeah. But the, the Clevedon Town facility is that they split it up into three. So when you've got first team and reserves, it's too much, you can't do anything. Yeah. So it's a better facility. It costs no. a little bit more money, but... Could they net it down the middle or down the thirds? I'm not sure. Yeah, they did. That, you've always used yeah. to get painted. Yeah. Oh, it gets tucked up in there. Yeah. Oh. I yeah. said that, Rob, when we played it, but we used to run around the streets most of the winter, didn't we? <laughs> cool, I knew all the back streets of bad. <laughs> But those days don't happen anymore, don't No, they, you tell someone you're going road running around the streets, <laughs> I don't think they'd have it now, would they? That was it, they'd say, wouldn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It we, used to, we used to do two, you know, it is exactly that, we used to do two nights a week, a couple of the Western clubs, and they used to say, um, bring your trainers and your boots. Mm. And he wouldn't say whether it was <laughs> on the pitch or whatever it was running. It's all those little things you learn. I used to do that, tell them that's, don't, yeah, yeah. Well, I say you won't need your boots tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Get your trainers out. But that'd be good that game because that that's right before the World Cup as well, isn't it? All stops yeah. out of the Premier League for a month. Yeah. So I don't know what sort of team they'll bring down. I, I spoke spoke to Jim Rollo and he said, I think if I was a better man, they'd bring a few first teamers and there'd be quite a few under 18s. Hey, we know Jerry Gill. Jerry Gill will bring a team. Yeah. He did against Brace in the first round because either either we we. Yeah. Well, that's. I the hope. Thing, I, I, I'd, is, I'd love to play their full first team. Yeah. Yeah. They won't play them all. There'll be no. one or two, but they'll be on the bench. But you do want yeah. to play anyway, don't you? Yeah. Players at bat would rather do that in training. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean, midweek there's a game yeah. under lights. We want to play. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So. And listen, I'm. You know, I'd take anything that that comes on the evening. If we win the game. Fantastic. If we get stuffed, doesn't matter. For me, what it is, and for all of the lads in the club and for the community, it's about this is history. Mm. It's the first, it's the biggest football game that Nailsy's ever seen. And the lights. Yeah. Well, you're getting the press as well, get on it as well. Like yeah. I mean, the local press, they haven't been great over the years in our time down there, have they? Well, well there's a few reasons behind that, <laughs> Well, there was a reason. We, we were down at Nelsie many years ago. We had a team photo took. Reserve team photo. Was it reserve team photo. Kim Metcalf was manager. And it was going oh, in the, and it was, went, it was going in the local... legend. It yeah. was going in the paper, wasn't it, Rob, for the pre-season, all the photos, and one of our players sat in the front row just uh, pulled his shorts aside <laughs> and it went in the local <laughs> Clevedon in Pierce McBride was on the board at the time right? and he's done he did. He looked after our club for years like, with the, the um, South Haven Mercury or whatever the reports on the games and goals those reports every week we never got another one in there after no, that was it and it went it went made the uh, centre cover the New News of the World, world. Local football club. Yeah, well, they got it blurred out, haven't they? Yeah. And the player was Nicky Gould. Nicky Gould. Nicky yeah. Gould, and he's a uh, yeah, Irish lad. He, yeah. <laughs> but it was funny at the time. <laughs> it cost a, uh, a lot of um, yeah, 
well, yeah. publicity down there, didn't it? We, we didn't favour Nelsie at all down there then, didn't it? No. After that, but no. you look back now quite fondly. But um, you've got to laugh about it, haven't you? Yeah. Because it's, it's happened, you can't do anything about it, so move on. Absolutely. And, and uh, you know, this, this, this cup game against Bath will be absolutely fantastic for the club. It will. I'm, I'm so looking forward to it. And, uh, yeah. So you're enjoying it more now, Rob? Because you were, I see you a few years ago, you were very stressed with it all. Yeah, well, I mean, so, you know, when, when, you, when, before we, it was, I think when Rex had just left, Again, I mean, he's, yeah. he's like a boomerang. He came yeah. <laughs> three or four times he left the club, then came, got itchy feet, came back. And I was running it then. I was chairman, I think, I, and I was running the first team. And you know when you haven't got a big committee then, it's like, and you stop enjoying it. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, is it all worth it? And that was the only time I ever, I was that far away. But do you know what, Rob? I remember walking. maybe a dozen years ago, they were on about building on that, weren't they? Oh, yeah. Building the houses, yeah. it was going to be there. I planned set up, didn't yeah. they, and everything. They were going to rehouse Nelsie, weren't they? Yeah, but they that, we've got it, and again, John negotiated our new t- uh, new lease with the North Somerset Council, and we've got it built in there now that if we get built on, and it's the second time that they've approached us, a development company um, they now have to find somewhere half a mile from our ground there is nothing in Nelson no. there is right. nothing at all and we've also basically we attended a, a planning meeting a couple of weeks back and basically they ain't going to be building on ours they know they don't they didn't realise when they were sort of saying we're, we're going to build nobody had been down there to have a good look at it and since there was nothing there apart from a pitch and a changing room block. Mm. So when we went to the planning meeting, John basically said, I think you need to know what we actually have got there now. We've got five port cabins, we've got a little stand, we've got an 108-seater stand going up, we've got two dugouts, we've got all this, you've got to give us that and more. Yeah. Do you get any hassle, Rob, from the locals about the lights and stuff? Yeah, we've had a few. You've had a few? Not, not anything, I mean, on one count on one hand, and four times of that was yeah. James the farmer in the next field. That was it. Because I remember back used to get a lot of trouble, didn't they? Because yeah, they well they have to. Play. Didn't they have to take their yeah, lights down? They had to lower them down, and they could only play so many night yeah. games. And that affected their youth. They had to go off at ten o'clock. Yeah, eight k Boko. Well, they're right in the middle of the. They got similar. Yeah, you know, issues. It's all these things that go on there around the football yeah, club. I mean, we're not too bad there, really. We've we mm. kept in contact with all the residents there. We invite. We have a big music festival down there in May. Every year, everyone gets invited. You know, we we said we've always said to them, look, we're trying to get car park extended so people aren't parking outside your houses. It's a public right of way anyway, so you can't stop people. But yeah. we're just trying to. So we canvassed them all and put a grant into the council to extend the car park. Council kicked it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get all what we've said now is any good place you get now just go straight to Nelly Town Council because we put the application in, they turned it down. Mm. They're the ones you should be complaining to. Or, or we said, we'll, we'll look to try and get some what? double yellow lights. It's only once or twice a week. At the very it's most, twice a week, isn't it? And the other thing we say as well is, what would you rather have? Would you rather have 400 houses there or a football yeah. ground? Mm. Or a superstore. And that'd be on 24 hours a day, all the floodlights and the lorries coming That's in. It. We did have somebody from you wish for. who's moved into uh, Church Lane in Tickenham. So if you go, if you look across from our ground to Tickenham Church, all new houses. There's there's two there's a little row of houses there, and there's someone's taking a picture from their house with our floodlights on. 
and they've said are you able to turn him round a bit so they're not shining through our front window absolutely nutters it's all the curtains isn't it yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what I'm saying. one night a week every other week well, I think, it I think it's not even one night is yeah. it? it's a few hours yeah. the Bath City game because you want to switch the lights off because yeah. yeah. exactly yeah. exactly <laughs> But I think the Bath City game's the last one this season. Yeah. I know there'll be postponements and yeah. they'll probably move ones into midweek games, mm. but I think the Bath City one is the last one. They cut it off, don't they, in, in November, basically, cause, to save people's pitches as well. Yeah. Because that's the next thing now, it'll be the weather. Mm. It'll be the weather coming in. And will, will the work you've done on the ground hold, pitch hold up? It should do, yeah. We've got a little bit of work to do in the top right-hand corner, but that's going to cost us a bit of money. But up to now with all the rain we've had it's dry as a bone up there it's caused us problems in the in the past but we've got a, a certain treatment that we're going to get done up there which we've been recommended which doesn't affect the playing side of yeah. it in terms of they don't digging it up or anything shock treatment mm. which is proven just so. move on a little bit Bob. Yeah. you had a great rivalry with Nelsie United over the years haven't you but what's this stem from because you who Nelson, <laughs> you really don't. I don't. There's a because you played for him, obviously. I did, you? yeah. And you know, you've got some great friends, I'd imagine, out there. In who you've played alongside, yeah. And I, stuff. I, I see, yeah. I see. I mean, the trip, the club's changed up there, now. yeah. Um, there's a couple of good lads still up there that I know from way back. Uh, the reason I say this, Rob, because when I was down there, if we ever got any Nels United side or reserves or the first team, he drawed them and cut Hatred. It was. He would be evil. We have got with there. I'm not walking around seeing them looking down at me. They think we're this tiny little place. And, you know. And you did, didn't you? you I know, did, just... yeah. Yeah, it was hatred. Yeah. Whether I was managing, playing, doing whatever I'm doing it's it, that's what it's a proper rivalry isn't it yeah. for you anyway yeah. you know? we didn't quite get it and to be honest you know up until a few years ago until the table started turning I used to say to all our lads I said don't go bleating round town if we've beaten them on a Saturday in, a, in the league because they've won everything we've won nothing up until yeah. we, we'd never won the league up until last season they've won it three, four, five occasions whatever it is so I said they've still got bragging rights until we've done what we've done now. Yeah. And then now you can go and say whatever you like about the town. We got floodlights, you haven't. <laughs> yeah, fair play, it's not a lot of work you've you got there, haven't you? So just you, you keep keep it going. Yeah, so I wish Belgium United all the best, whatever they're mm. doing now. They had their chance with us, but that's, that's gone. Those days are gone now. It's, mm. We've moved on to something else, a new challenge, and got far more important things to concentrate on now. So what? You, you spoke about your four-year plan. Mm -hmm. Where do you want to be? Um, if we do that well this season, which means we get promoted, I'd take that right now. Mm -hmm. uh, if we don't, all we said was like, we just want to become an established Western League club for starters yeah. and make it work and build on that. We've got loads more to do at the ground that we want to do, that I want to do and all the other lads want to do. But it all takes a bit of time, so we, you know, it'll be more challenging as we go forward. As you know, if you've had a bit of success this season, next season's a new season. How do you keep those players? They might be being, well, they will be being tapped by everybody, yeah. and that's all part of football, isn't it? Yeah. At the end of the day, you've got to deal with it, and as long as people who are involved on that side of it understand that, which they do, they're good enough. All our management team are good enough and experienced enough now to. To, to find new players um, 
but what we won't do and we've maintained this right the way through is that we won't sell our souls and become unsustainable because we'll be gone yeah so it's all about the fundraising yeah. everything all that still needs to keep happening yeah. sponsorship everything like that and you've got to keep driving it that way paying players what they're worth or what the club can afford and make them respect that and hopefully everyone's happy then they're certainly happy at the moment it's just you know it's, but it will become more challenging as you know as you as you go up have you got a youth set up not yet but that's right. uh, the plan is within the plan is under 18s uh, hopefully the next season um, we've got a couple of people that we're going to talk to um, which is sort of local soccer schools who have got involvement with under 18 teams now so that's something I think we have to do but the junior club in Nelsey uh, who we know um, but they stand alone they're not affiliated not to Nelsey United, United. no yeah. we've talked to them and we tried to help them with a couple of little areas for little mini pitches in the past but they've stood alone now um, I've just said don't chase them anymore because the bottom line is if we keep doing things right at our end if I was a junior club in Nelsey and I had a Western League club I'd want to be involved. Yeah. So, and that goes the same with anything. It goes the same with the ladies' team or whatever. We had a ladies' team playing down there last season, Woodspring Ladies, mm -hmm. who I think did really well last year, but they want to stand alone, and I understand that. But again, you know, all the big clubs start from somewhere, don't yeah. they? And you, they get people involved. So, all, all things like that junior football, under 18 football, women's football, all the stuff that generates good money and grants. We've got to go. We've got to go forward. We've even talked about, you know, vet, you know, we've had veteran sides playing at the ground. Uh, that's not major priority, but walking football. I noticed a lot of the lads. You right? said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have to though. Well, John started it yesterday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, mean, I, can't, I can't. I've said this before in some. Of the I can't admit it. You run, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you yeah. limp or a cop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it is. It's so many people I know now that have got into it and just absolutely thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying it. Yeah. yeah I think yeah. I've had yeah. guys. I've had me hit. Then I think I'll have to start doing something again. So, right. Let's go back to the football career, Bob. Um, best players, isn't it? Best players you've played with, alongside. <sighs> alongside. I probably have to say you one on Wednesday. Oh, thanks, oh. Well. <laughs> 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 No, seriously, say the best. Uh, <laughs> no, definitely. I can't replace some, some real good players. Like you said it, Bridgewater and players like that who suited your game. Davis, for me, yeah. great player to play in front of. Um, I would say, from a goalkeeping point of view, Jace is right up there. Yeah. Um, his day he's he's worth he's been worth many points Barry Bob Sullivan Sally <laughs> what do you want fighting his own player <laughs> um, but Jason had played higher for a longer period and he decided to step down he did because that's what he wanted to do yeah very true respect him for yeah that. you do I, I do I think um, and he was a hell of a goalkeeper yeah and, and he obviously still is for you yeah yeah, he, he really is. I mean, he's worth his weight in gold for us. He's um, He's been brilliant. He's a good lad as well, good fun. I think if I, I mean, I always talk when people say to me about players that you've played against, so I'm not blowing smoke up asses here either. 
centre halves, two centre halves stick out in my mind. You're one of them. <laughs> you <laughs> come on. I'll tell you the other one who was probably I know he's probably slightly harder to play against than you, but Keith Ponton. Oh yeah. At Merthyr. Yeah. So that was my baptism of fire playing away. So that was difficult opponents to play against. Keith Ponton was yeah, he was ex Cardiff City, but he was he was awful off the ball. Yeah. Everything. Monster. Horrible. And Alan Hurford said, it was a cold night up at Merthyr, and he said, I was only, well, I was still probably a kid. He said, uh, you're going to play against a real tough centre-half tonight. And he said, it's cold night, it's frosty. That's even, that made it even worse. And he said, just a little word of advice. He said, if you want to get him from doing, stopping doing the things he's going to do to you, he said, just step back onto his toes when his toes are cold with his studs. <laughs> it, and, he said, yeah. and hit him early, so I did. Yeah. And he gave me a right kick in for the <laughs> <laughs> Great advice. Yeah. I, did get, you... I did get the winner. Uh, uh, Alan could look after himself, Herf could look after himself, Mike. So he was, I mean, one of the nicest, nicest people off, off the pitch. pitch, but a great leader, yeah. great centre half, yeah. hard as nails. Um, I think Rick as well. Rick was a great player to play with. New. They suited you, little Robert, up front, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, and Howard. Yeah. Howard Pritchard as well, even though Howard was towards the end of his career. Because I had pace, he didn't have to look where I was. And he was one of those players that could just hit a ball yeah. into the channel. Yeah. And he knew that, that I'd get there. But, yeah, I just, uh, there's so many, Dave. Yeah, on it, so yeah we ask it well, every week. Yeah, yeah. I, I still I, kick I, every ball with the lads yeah. every week I watch. Yeah. I could yeah. be out there now. Well, it's nice, I think, sometimes if people are listening and, you know, you, they don't even know and then you mention them, you know, I played against some tough played people. Yeah, there, my you know, God. And you think, bloody, remember that player used to always have a nightmare again or used to not worry about it, but you thought, oh, not him again. I know. You, you know knew, I mean? didn't you, in the side yeah, you, side you, you, you see him lining up against you, oh, not yeah. him. You know, and then you'd think, oh, and, but you do get out round it, but you used to be dread sometimes, didn't yeah. you? Nigel so. Orbium technically, was probably... I'd say the best centre forward I played up front with, and Nigel played, didn't play at the highest level he should have done. He played at, um, at Bridgewater Town, and he played at Minehead. Mm. Um, but technically, as a centre forward, he had everything. He didn't look like a footballer, yeah. but he could control it. He had great vision, and I played often. Yeah, we played really, really well together. But uh, yeah, there's so many. I'd have to give that some real thought, and then I'll yeah. let you have to let you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, we just... got mentioned, so we're yeah, out. Yeah, we're <laughs> out so, anything else, Rob, you want to mention? No, I just appreciate the chat, and, you know, the Romans are coming. Yeah, yeah it's been, no. they've been great, really, Rob. Yeah. So I've known you for quite a while now, and to see where it's gone with Nelsy and Sickenham now is fantastic. And obviously, I'll be there watching that game. Well, it'd be, it'd be lovely. It'd be lovely yeah. to see you there, and, and hopefully, Rick as well. Yeah, yeah your boys back. We ought to make that happen. Yeah, have a night out. Yeah, yeah. 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 Can we yeah. have a cup of tea at time then? <laughs> you know, a piece of cake. Three <laughs> action cake. Yeah. But yeah, looking forward to it. So 31 years. 31. 31 years not out of my life. <laughs> From Painter and Rico, thanks for coming in, Rob. Much, Much appreciated. Thanks for inviting us. Nice to see you, mate. Thank, Thank you. you.